Welcome back to episode five of Hypercritical. I'm Billow Bear or Marshall in real life. And I am Jangle or Jack in real life. Or Jangle in real life. Or how was Jangle your uh life. how was your week? How was my week? Was well, it uh, was up and down? Definitely up and down. First week back here at campus, we had a little a debacle with with my bed and with my floor. <laughs> Should I, should I get into that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone's watching this right now. They're probably eating dinner, eating breakfast, yeah. maybe. It's about a good time to be doing that. So let's see. I got here Sunday. You know, I thought everything was normal. Slept in my bed for yep. the first couple nights. Everything was fine. And then, was it one? Was it Tuesday, Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday, you know. So I was eating some Cheez-Its in my bed. Just chilling, and then like I felt some crumbs on on the bed, like on kind of like next to the edge of the bed. So you know, I just I just brushed them off. I was like, all right, got the crumbs off. <laughs> and then like I had finished eating my cheese. It's then like ten minutes later, I was like, wait, there's still crumbs there. Uh, did I? Did, am I still spilling? And so then I brushed it again, and then like I kept feeling it. And so I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> so I look. I look at it and I'm like, what is that? Like, it looks like a, a, a booger or an eye crusty or something. And so then I like kind of get, kind of get close to it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, it smells. And then I just look, I'm like, the, the, so like it curves over and I look at like the edge and there's just vomit remnants sitting there. Oh, you got that like, you got that little outline stain. You got the... Um, the crusty like it didn't did it feel all crusty too when you like touched it yes it was just like brittly crusty but the problem was like my sheets they're like so they're they're whitish but the design on them is like little tiny colorful flowers kind of so Uh, like it's really hard to actually it was really hard to actually see it unless i was like shining a flashlight on it and like looking for it like if i wasn't looking for it, i never would have seen it yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, how did you not see it? But then, like, obviously, it was. It sounds it was like pretty old, so there wasn't yeah. much of a smell for you to be able to detect it beyond getting your face up into it. Yeah, and it was it was hard to tell if like they had only this person had only vomited like a little bit. So you didn't vomit if, in the bed. No, <laughs> and it didn't remember tell. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been me. No, it wasn't me. But I couldn't tell if, like, they had only vomited, like, a little bit or if they had vomited a lot, but they, like, tried to clean some of it. So that's why, because, like, I can only see, like, little tiny pieces. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is the grossest thing ever. I've been sleeping in this bed. I've probably touched it at least 50 times. I've probably touched it with my hands and then, yep. like, yep. touched my face or something. Yeah. And I, then... It's gross. I, like looked down at the floor right beneath where the vomit was on the bed. And then you could see kind of like bit miscoloring of the carpet. But the problem is the carpet is like close to the color of vomit. So it was really hard to see that as well. Damn. And then, so I signed, shine the flashlight on it and then, you know, yep, there's some vomit on the floor too. I, so I put my, um, put my nose closer to it and, like it's it still smelled pretty fresh, which was it was really gross. 
Vomit's a very common household item, I would say, in a uh, in a, in, a, in a college in a college house uh, or apartment. Yeah. Um. Have you ever have you ever vomited, uh, in your bed before? Not from no. like, yeah. You you haven't vomited in your bed. Um, maybe from being sick as a kid. I'm not uh, saying being like drunk, or I'm saying like collectively all together. No, I don't think so. I mean, usually yeah. when I'm like, if I have the stomach flu or something, I'll have a trash can next to my bed or something. Yeah. Um, I know one time in high school, I remember I felt like sick all day. And then on the bus home, it got so bad. And then I went home and I was like, I, I can't stay awake. I need to pass out as quick as possible. So I fell asleep. And then I woke up, I remember, and I had to vomit so bad. As soon oh. as I woke up, I stood up, started walking to the bathroom. I didn't reach the bathroom. I threw up all over the floor on my way to the bathroom. Oh. And it was like three or four heaves of vomit. You kind of take Ooh. a risk when you're going to bed like that specifically. Because yeah. I always try to go to bed. Like when, I sit, when I'm sick, I'm just like, I'm going to shower. Because showering is always pretty temporary. It gets that feeling away from you. And then you're just saying, I need to go to bed. Because if I can just sleep it off, mind over matter then I'll be fine. But then what you did was you pretty much took a risk at going to going to sleep or taking a quote unquote nap right after school yeah. because you're bound to wake up again, whether it's at, you know, six or seven o'clock or, you know, 12 o'clock at night. But what happened with you is that you went to bed so early that it turned into a nap. Now, naps are really dangerous because if you don't time it correctly, which God knows what the exact time is to take a nap. <laughs> You're going to wake up in either the best mood ever or the worst mood ever. Yeah. Combining it with a little bit of stomach flu. <laughs> hey, GG, boy. You, no, you're, I, you're in a world of hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I usually, I don't like taking naps usually unless they're like really needed. Anytime I take a nap, I just wake up feeling so gross and groggy. So like did no did you at any point did you ever just like continue did you ever like taking naps when you were younger or not I guess maybe not younger but at any point in your life did were you ever just like you know what I love I'm I'm just gonna go take a nap for like you know 45 minutes 20 minutes or you know an hour or I'm fine going in high school not really um, I'd say my freshman year of college um, I had a bunch of 8 a.m.s and so during like every 8 a.m. I was always saying like oh it's gonna be so nice to go take a nap and so i look forward to that every single day but then when i got back to my dorm i would lay in my bed and then i'd just like sit on twitter for like an hour <laughs> and never actually take a nap it was, i guess uh, that was my nap. yeah you, you just like rested nap, nap taker yeah i did the same thing uh freshman year it was, I mean, that's always the only thing you're always gonna have 8 a.m freshman year uh if you're normal i guess and i I had a math 8 a.m. ready for calc and or pre-calc and calc. And I was it was the worst thing ever. But I knew that there was a large enough gap for me to be able to take a nap right after that class. So I would go back to my dorm and I, you know, I did the same thing. I would just sit in bed. But my roommate convinced me to take a nap. He was saying he was like, hey, you need to take naps. He was he's a big nap taker just in general and take a big nap taper taker. Yeah. And he was he had it down to a science. And so he was saying, oh, you should just take like a 30 minute nap or a 20 minute nap. And I was like, what the hell is a 20 minute nap? It takes me 20 minutes to fall asleep. How am yeah, I going to like for me. time it out? And he's like, just set an alarm for like one hour and you'll be good to go. And 
I started taking naps and waking up so refreshed for even for just like 30 minutes because I forget what it is about the REM sleep cycle where if you hit that sweet spot, you don't feel like you're like an in and out or like you were in a deep sleep. You never hit deep sleep. You just hit that shallow sleep where like if you wake up, you're fine. Like it's like you never went to bed, but you still feel re-energized. I, I've rarely had those naps, I'm pretty sure. It's usually I it's usually I'll fall asleep and when I wake up I like have to check my phone because I'm I have no idea what time it is. Yep. It could be the next morning and I have to get ready for school or it could be like <laughs> a half hour. I'm that out of it when I take a nap. But I mean it's it's also similar. My roommate Sion is a is a big advocate of nap taking. I know he took one I think every single day after school and high school. But I never never jumped on the wave. I think I I I'm starting now to take naps after <laughs> I <laughs> I'll wake up in the morning for work, but then I'll purposely set my alarm for like an hour before, or oh, like yeah. 45 minutes before, wake That's up. That's my favorite thing to do. And then Knowing that when I when I hit that alarm, I'm like, oh, damn it. I got to wake up for work. Then I look, it's like six o'clock. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to actually wake up yet. And then I'll set the alarm and, or the the second alarm will still be there. And I'll be like, OK, I know I have however much yep. of sleep. And because I, I trained myself to not open up Twitter, to not open up Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, when I first do the first wake up, if I can yeah. just like roll over tired of shit, look at my phone, turn the alarm off, set it back down. I'm still in my dream. In fact, I'm falling back asleep as I'm hitting the off button. And then after that, I'm asleep. But then I figured out, like, I think I figured out a pretty good time to hit the second alarm because this I'm waking up a few minutes before my alarm even goes off because unless waking, I think, trying to think of this, waking up before your alarm goes off is infinitely better than... I guess getting woken up by the alarm. I mean, would you say that? Um, so I feel like it's kind of yes. 50-50 sometimes. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Like sometimes, if you wake up at say like six fifty-five, and your alarm set for seven, yeah. you're kind of just like, "Damn, I had a couple more minutes." But I mean, as similar to what you're saying, I I do that all the time where I purposely set an alarm. So that I can wake up and be like, oh, thank God I can fall back to sleep. I still got time to sleep for a couple hours. Like, it's, I don't do it every night, but like, definitely a lot of nights of the week. I'll purposely set a super <laughs> early alarm. Because I'm, I'm like you where I wake up, I look at the clock. Okay, I got a couple hours of sleep. I put my phone down, lay my head. I'm back asleep in under 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you're, you're not completely sleep. woken up yet. Yep. And then also when I do, I I feel I feel like I never wake up to an alarm. I feel like I'm always waking up and then being like, oh, I gotta turn this alarm off. So you think your body is just my body naturally waking up. Yeah. But it's weird because I don't wake up at the same time every single day. I don't have like a set schedule. So So if you don't don't so you're saying you mostly wake up like your body will just like be attuned to waking up to whatever you need to wake up to regardless of like an inconsistent sleep schedule yeah it's weird i don't know i would love to get to the point where i could 
go to bed at night and then just wake up at like five in the morning every single day, like wide awake. I I love waking up on my own. And so I don't know. I think there is a thing where you go to bed and if you know you have to wake up for something you don't want to wake up for the next morning, let's say school or work, you're infinitely more tired and worse waking up than if you yeah. were to go to bed and, you know, wake up or not wake up to something in the morning or, or wake up to something that you, you know, you have to wake up to. So like, yeah, I, I can go to bed at eight o'clock on a, on a Tuesday night or whatever. And I know I have work the next day. I can go to bed at eight o'clock the next day and I know I'm waking up at seven. So I can, let's say I'm, I'm almost at like eight to nine hours of sleep. Let's say I'm at the perfect sleep schedule where I'm, 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 I'm sleeping for seven, eight hours. Yeah. I will still wake up in the worst mood ever because I'm like, oh, damn it, I got to go to work. But then on the weekends, I could go to bed at three in the morning. No, I have to or, or three in the morning and then wake up at eight the next morning, completely wide awake, completely <laughs> fine, re-energized everything. Yeah. All because I know I don't have to do anything the next day. Yeah. I'm if I have to wake up super early, if I have to wake up at, say, six or something, I hate going to bed the night before. Because I don't want to get to that point in the morning. Yeah. Because I know if I go to sleep, then that just gets me closer to waking up at six. It's so bad because I'll have to wake up at like five or six and I'm awake at like two because I'm like dreading going to sleep and waking up the next morning. But then if I don't have to wake up at any time the next day, I'm just like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I'm tired. I could go to sleep when I don't have to wake up early the next day. What do you wake up to? Like your alarm. Do you set like an actual like sound alarm? Or do you have a, I I have songs, like I have a song when I wake up no, in the morning. I just, I just have an annoying alarm that haunts me. Oh. I mean, it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword when you, when I'm waking up to a song, it's either a song like I've somewhat enjoyed or like or whatever. And then. Is it the same song every day? Uh, I have like three songs rotated between like a bunch of yeah. different alarms, so I don't actually know which one is which most days. But oh, really? but then I'll wake up because I'll set the alarm for like different times. Instead of like seven, I'll be seven fifteen, and for some reason those uh, songs are different on those times. But it's a double edged sword because you're waking up to a, a you know to music and to a song that you may enjoy, and you be like, oh, you know what, I like the song or whatever. The other edge of it is you keep waking up to that every single day and if you don't rotate it correctly and if you don't rotate it enough you are going to start hating that song because you're waking yeah. up as an it's still an alarm it doesn't matter if it's still your song or music or whatever it's still an alarm now what do you what do you do in the morning to wake yourself up more like are you are you waking up and you're like you know what i need breakfast i need coffee i need tea or is it just like Grab a granola bar and hope for the best. So I'm usually a morning shower because I need to be woken up and I don't drink coffee. Um, yep. uh, I'll eat breakfast just depending on the day, depending on how long it takes me to get out of bed right when I wake up. But a lot of times it's just grab a chewy bar, grab a granola bar. But I count on these showers, but a lot of times... I. I've fallen asleep in the shower standing up in the morning so many times <laughs> where it's just Ow. I'll I'll be just, you know, kind of like resting against the side of the shower and then I doze off and then 
my eyes will open and I'll be like surprised that I'm in the shower. That's or sometimes I don't even notice it consciously. <laughs> I'll just get out of the shower after what I feel like is a five minute shower. And I look at the clock and like a half hour is passed. <laughs> Jesus. I've never fallen asleep yeah. in the shower. I can't imagine. Uh, that's what people do when that's they're all, like. That's only if I'm like miserably tired. Yeah. I, but, I mean, it's not so. super frequent, I'd say. Probably like five or six times it's happened to me, though. Do you shower at night also? Um, no, if I'm if I'm at home at my parents' house and using our water at home, I'll shower more. It's because like I don't care much about using <laughs> a bunch of water, so I'll shower at night. I'll shower a couple times a day, maybe sometimes, but usually no, unless it's after frisbee. After frisbee, I'll do a quick body shower where I just wash my body. I don't wash my hair though. Why wouldn't you wash your hair? That's like the sweatiest part of your body. I guess it. it I guess it. It depends on how much I sweat. So if I if it's if it's super intense, then I'll wash my whole body. I'll wash my hair too. That I I've met a few people who do the same thing where they won't shower after certain events or certain things or. Just after a day of you doing stuff, going out or doing whatever, it for me, I I don't shower in the morning because I'd I'd rather I'd rather sleep for an extra fifteen minutes than 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 go shower. And it's just it's never been a thing for me to just wake up and just like hop in the shower. I don't I have no idea why. Um, but I always shower before I not before I go to bed. I always shower at in the evening. So yeah, right before I go to bed, because yeah. my whole thing is, why go to bed dirty, and then yeah. wait, and then wake up like I understand that that's when people would wake up the next morning and shower, but why not keep your bed as clean as possible? Like I have yeah. a I have a big thing with my bed where like I don't want super dirty people like hopping in the bed. Like you have to shower before going to bed unless yeah. it's like unless I mean here's the thing. I'll after a night of drinking or if I'm completely plastered from like a party or something, don't get me wrong. I'll come back and I'll just pass out or I'll just be like, you know what? I was in all day today and I was doing nothing and I'll I'll, then I'll fall asleep and like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying for the for in general, if I am if I went out and practiced, if I'll come back and shower or if I I have to I have to know I'm going I have to sorry. I have to shower before I get into bed. So no matter, like usually no matter what it is, I'll just shower and go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, I would shower every day before bed. Um, and in the morning, I I just don't want to use too much water, but I mean, I always shower after any physical activity. Yeah. 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 But say it's, say it's one of our cold freezing practices where we don't even do that much and I don't, (laughs) Like, I don't sweat that much. Like yeah, I'll yeah, still yeah. take a body shower. I just won't wash my hair. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Also, yeah, no. also, I do. I usually have to shower in the morning, just because of my hair. Because my hair is just purely straight, like no curl or anything to it. So once it's to a length like this, if I wake up, I have the worst bedhead. So I've, I've seen. I've only like, seen you. I, yeah. Yeah, and if if it's if it's sticking out, like it'll stick out like straight. Little bed head. Like this morning, yeah. it was so bad, <laughs> and like I can't even just like rub water on it. I have to take a full shower because it sticks out so bad. 
Yeah, you got to get that so, like, water if I down. Get a, if I get a short haircut, if I get a short haircut, then I don't shower in the morning as much okay. because I don't have to. Like, yeah. My hair is, it looks fine. I've only seen you with like <clears throat> your hair down only a few times. And I mean, obviously that's when times when you don't need to actually do your hair. But for the most part, yeah. you've, you've done your hair almost every single time after you showered, yeah. like whatever the it is. is like, I, I need haircuts like every three weeks. But I don't want to spend the money on a haircut that often. We're super lucky that we have luscious, thick hair that it just grows back so fast. And here's the thing with me. I would would get a haircut every week if I could. If I had the money to. Dude, I want to get I want to get so I want to have so much money in the future that I've thought about this so many times. I can afford to get a haircut every like every week if i wanted to you remember did you yeah. i mean you followed dj khaled on uh on snapchat right or yeah. you did at, you did at one point have, when he, when he was blowing point, up yeah. okay yeah so i mean you've seen his thing where he would he would get his his beard shaved or whatever every day that like there is no reason yeah. to line yourself up every single day but he can that would be yeah. so cool to have to have the ability to do something like that. No, I thought about that so many times too. I just want to be able to get a haircut and not be like, uh, I probably shouldn't do this. But then you don't feel bad about it if you had if you could do it. That's fine. Getting yeah. a haircut is one of my favorite activities. It feels so good. Do you purposely ask for like like more scissors or more razor? Like I, I asked for um, mainly just clippers. Yeah, around like all the all the edges, I'll get all the the razor. It's a buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clippers. Um, I always yeah, because I always like to get it super short because I know that in two weeks it's gonna be back at the length it was before. And yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'll say like, oh yeah, fingertip length around here, and they're like, you know, that's like this. I'm like, I was here four days ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> My hair is already four inches long. I'm just like, yeah, take two inches off. They're like, two inches? That's a lot. I'm like, do it. It'll it'll be back which, before you know which it. Like, part of your, which part of your hair grows the fastest? For me, it's the back of my neck. I'll have I'll have a rat tail just developing like days after. It's so gross. It, mine is like the sides. I mean, the top grows pretty fast. I, I mean, it yeah. all grows pretty fast, but I get the most annoyed with my sides I guess my back too, but like my sides mainly because yeah. if my hair were great and boxed like uh, and not like I don't look like a mushroom. I look like a damn mushroom if I grow my hair out. <laughs> and so my hair looks really good when it's longer on the top. And so like I'll cut my back side of my head like the, the top back shorter yeah. than the front. I'll say, hey, you know, two inches off the top, but leave the front a little bit longer. And so I can style it up and my hair looks really good when I can style it. And when it's like at a, and when it's at a certain length, I think it's at like yeah. two and a half, three weeks. And then, but the problem is that like at that point, my sides looks like it's like, I'm starting to look like yeah, know, baby mushroom. And so I need to go back for another haircut. And by that time I'm like, got to cut the top again. Cause it's why not? And yeah, yeah that, that's the worst part for me. I think. Yeah. Trying to balance out when, like your sides are at the same length as the top or like when they're both at a good length that like are good for each other because I'll go 
and I also like the top to be to be a little longer than the sides. Yep. But if I don't get it cut enough, then in a week it's going to be way too long. And so, like, I'll have to get them both really short when I get the haircut. So the first like three days after haircut, I'm like, eh, I don't really like it. It's usually like for like two weeks after those three or four days, where I'm like, oh, I, I like this haircut. Kind of like how when <clears throat> when uh, when Rudy sent his picture yesterday of his haircut, I like going to like so short that it's like almost like stubs on the side of my head yeah. because I know that the sides are going to grow back just as like it feels like twice as fast as the top. Yeah. And so I can cut the top to whatever length I need to. But the sides, I need that as like a zero fade, like a zero fade. The best yeah. haircut I ever had was the faux hawk I had from two years ago, I think. Or is it was it last summer? I like that. I like that haircut you got this past summer for the the Philadelphia Frisbee tournament we went to. Was that the yeah, yeah, that was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or two years that ago. That was sick. No, that was the best haircut I've had. I went in there. I was like, hey, give me a faux hawk. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd never gotten a zero fade on my sides. And so since then, I'm sure I have a picture of your hair and my camera roll. Cause I took a I, picture of it. I have a, I have a video of me <laughs> going around my head with it. I, that, that was my favorite haircut because I used to go to a barbershop and I still haven't, I haven't found or technically I haven't really looked for a barbershop here in yeah. Tennessee. And I need to, because I don't trust people with my hair more than it's 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 hard to find someone it's hard to mess up my hair and yeah. when you find someone when you when you have people mess it up consistently it's just like how like how it's it's just like this thick asian hair all you got to do is just buzz the shit out of the sides and then just like you have to fade it so perfectly on the sides and then and, and it's and yeah. then it looks fine and so I, I have to find a barber to do it and i you know i had a barber and he that's what that's what he gave me the haircut that one time and it was fine and you know, yeah. now I don't I don't get that haircut. I just go to Great Clips or Sports Clips or whatever it is, like a normal chain, and just say, "Hey, give me a one on the sides and back," and then just like take a little bit off the top, and then it's like normal haircut. It's fine. Yeah, go to go to Mister Clips. Yeah, Mister. <laughs> do you do you go to a barber or do you go to a salon or or a chain? Um. So back at home, I go to at a salon where my mom goes. Um, here on campus, I went to Studio Posh the first couple of years, and then both Sion, my roommate Sion and Sandy mentioned um, Santarelli's, which Santa is a barbershop. Yeah, there's one in up in Clintonville, a little bit north of campus, and then there's one south in Flytown, I think it's called. I've never heard um, of it. Yeah, but um, Joe and Phil both go there. Our, our first big coaches. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's good because they have really nice hair. <laughs> no wonder yeah. Jo, you got some nice hair. Yeah, uh, I was like, Jo goes there. I gotta go there. <laughs> but yeah, and so I've been there the last couple times, and I really like it. Is it like a barbershop barbershop, or is it like kind of like an old school barbershop? When I mean barbershop, I mean like, is it like a walk in there and you know you're gonna be there for two hours, or you walk in there and it's just kind of normal, I guess uh definitely not two hours i mean it's a it's a lengthy haircut i i say probably like 50 55 minutes like I'd waiting like waiting and everything no no, no oh jesus no, an I make, hour I to cut it. the hair oh yeah that's what you're talking about i mean yeah, sure I, but <laughs> okay 45 45 50 probably but and then 
don't know, she's very she's very good. If you go on her reviews online, she has like hundreds and hundreds of reviews, and they're like all five stars. Holy cow! But I don't know. She's very meticulous, and then at the end, the best part, she gives you this hot, wet towel that she just lays on your on your back in the back yep. of your neck. It feels so good. But but you say you wait two hours in the barbershop for your haircut. I mean, I used to like if I were to walk in there and it were like, well, okay, I can I can only imagine what a barbershop on campus is like. I remember going into a barbershop on campus once and I waited for about an hour and then got a haircut and that took like, you know, half an hour, if that. But I would go back to a barbershop, you know, in New Albany and they I would go in there and if I didn't have like a like. I would usually set up a time with them or I knew I was going in to see a certain person. Yeah. And so I would get in there and maybe like a 15, 20 minute wait, you know, while they're finishing up their client before. But then if I went in there with no appointment whatsoever, oh man, that place is always packed. And I remember my brother and I walking in there like, all right, guess we're, uh, yep. Sitting here for a few hours. We're going to watch like a couple, <laughs> couple reruns of sports center on TV and, uh, yeah. hope for the best. But I, best haircuts i've gotten are from that barbershop and from uh my mom's stylist like i went to her place and she was the one who actually gave you know dyed my hair yeah and did the 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 frosted tips basically and i love going back to to see her every now and then if like if i wanted to do something like that and she's like the only person who's ever done that before so i really like the the frosted tips look i i I like it i like it on other people i like it on myself I would I go back to it for sure. Would I would absolutely do it again if if I'm allowed to? I yeah. I don't know if I can in a corporate world right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't. It's not like a it's I not mean, like I a blue hair kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe it's viewed as like childish or like not or like unprofessional, but I feel like it's not. I don't know. I don't know if it's like unprofessional, but, but like think about it, like. I've seen my mom go from dark brown, like dark brown, almost black hair to like her norm, like to her normal blonde yeah. hair or whatever. Like, I mean, I don't think her hair is naturally blonde, but she'll drastically change like highlights back and not like back and yeah. forth, but just like at times throughout my life or whatever. And I know she's like in corporate or whatever, but like, yeah, I, I don't think dyeing your hair from, you know, black to it's I don't think it's childish. Frosted tips has never been like a childish thing to do. I yeah. don't think. I mean, I mean, it looks good. It doesn't like look like. It doesn't. Look, it's not like something that you're like, oh, what the hell did they do to their hair? It's kind of just like, oh, yeah. That, that looks good. If I mohawked my hair and turned it blue, that would be different. But <laughs> it's not like it's like a it's a normal blonde color. I think so. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I could. I could ask. But then again, I I also work in a very <laughs> what would be. You would say, I guess, like a very conservative office. I would say, so it's probably you just gotta you just gotta ask if it's okay after you do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, Walk it's frosted tips and be like, "Yo, is it okay if if I have these frosted?" <laughs> what are they gonna say? No, I mean, hey, <laughs> this is the the saying you always gotta go by is it's it's easier to ask for uh it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. <laughs> they're gonna say no, and then they're gonna take you into the bathroom and re-dye your hair. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna be like, uh yeah, about this. And then they're gonna pull out a buzzer and they're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, this is this is what <laughs> needs to happen. 
like when you go to boot camp, they're just going to shave it. Yeah, yeah, you get the sir, yes, sir haircut. I've only had that happen to me one time where I thought I was going for it. I, I thought I was going to win a Mustang after I got a haircut. Uh, it was insanely <laughs> short. And no, remember, remember I had that one? I had that one when I, I went to uh, I went to see you and Chapin in the in the architecture building. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That yeah. was bad. I, see, that's the problem, though. I I want to get both sides and the top short because yep. I don't want it to grow so fast. But when I do that, it just looks like a sir, yes, sir. And it's like <laughs> Chapin kept problem. calling it the nut cut. <laughs> so every time I would get my hair cut, I was pretty sure I'd be like, oh, Marshall got the nut oh, cut again. I can't hear you. <laughs> He's got to leave and come back. <laughs> Can you I hear me now? You. I'm disconnecting. You... Oh, He's got <laughs> the problem with Discord. Sometimes it'll just cut in and out. Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear Django. Hello? I don't think you can hear me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we all love this. This is all part of the episode. It's good. It's fine. Um, Hold on. He's frozen now. Hello. Hello. Your, it says your connection's really bad on your end for the uh, for the uh, FaceTime. There we go. There we go. There we go. Can you see me? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, you're good now. I'll be back. <laughs> Thank you, Dub Nation. I ended the podcast oh, while perfect. while while we were disconnecting. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that campus Wi-Fi shit for brains Wi-Fi out there. I don't, know. I don't know how you could even like. Dude, it, it it's an issue. It's an issue to be able to <laughs> do it. <laughs> it must be the snow. It's got to be. It's got to be. Is it, you guys have a lot of snow there right now? Yeah, it's. I think it's supposed to snow more today, but last night it snowed like a ton. Like there okay. were Snapchat stories on campus of people, people on a um, pickup truck dragging people on a sleds on the street and dragging people on snowboards. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen. Uh, I've seen some crazy videos or whatever of people not crazy. It's not crazy, but people are just like rolling around in the snow. Like they've never seen it before. I'm like, didn't I feel, I feel like we had snow like a few weeks ago, like a lot of snow a few weeks ago. I didn't say we, but you guys had a few, like a few inches at least. But now I guess last night was pretty heavy, right? Oh yeah. It was, it was a lot more than just a little bit of snow. I'd say probably, I don't know how to measure snow. A couple inches. inches. Yeah, just stick your dick in it and you'll figure it out. Yeah. If it goes all the way through, then it's probably about eight inches, I'd say. Yeah, no, my body compresses all the way down, so it doesn't, mine, mine can't go all the way through. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people, I guess, sliding down hills with like cardboard boxes or like tin lids or something. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I miss sledding and I miss doing stupid shit like that i guess in the snow like i i had some i had some friends who would when when we had some bad snow days they would drive around in the neighborhoods with like a rope tied behind their car and then people on on sleds behind the car holding on to that stuff and obviously that's probably the most dangerous thing you could be doing in uh snow because you could either slide out in the car and crash into like another car in the street um you know i've seen people go down uh you know, the neighborhoods of campuses with like a snowboard or whatever. And people driving down and you're like, hey, I mean, yep. you have no idea what's going to happen there. I'm trying to think. 
we've had a couple ice storms in the past. Did you ever, do you remember ice storms at all? Yeah, we, there was one year of high school, I think. It was the, it was literally the week we were coming back from winter break and we had that whole week off because of black ice or ice. It was, I don't remember. It was one of my years of high school, but it was really bad. Like you can't leave your house that bad. But it was so much fun to go outside and just slip around and just like we would we had a backyard that goes down like a big hill. And or for us it was pretty big at the time. And we would we we used to always sled and then we'd build ramps at the bottom and we'd get like, you know, a foot of air, if that. (laughs) But it was still hilarious. Um but then when the ice storm hit, we already had a ton of snow. It was probably like eight to a foot of snow already. And when the ice storm hit, because obviously it was just kind of raining and then it froze. So there was about half an inch to an inch thick of ice on top of all that snow. And so we were basically walking on solid ice on top of the snow in our backyard. And we would sled. And it was dangerous because when you go to sled sometimes, and if you're not careful, if it's like icy or whatever, you you know how when you run and then you jump down to go and you hit it, if you crack through ice the ice will shoot up into your face or into your like your neck or your body yeah. or whatever. And so depending on how much ice it is, it could either hurt a lot. And next thing you know, you're just grinding underneath the ice really when you're sledding. But what yeah. we would do is because there was so much ice, we would jump and we would just glide on top of it and we would slide all the way through all the brush in our back and almost go all the way to the creek. It would it could because it was all chopped down at that point. And we would yeah. just just glide on ice all the way down there. And that was some of the most fun we've had because it was just pure speed. It was, it felt like we yeah. were losing the entire time. I feel the dumbest, funniest thing that we did, our back porch, it, there was probably like, I don't even know, maybe like six steps down to like the actual backyard. And if it snowed a bunch, we would sled or snowboard down these six steps. <laughs> and it was so funny. That's because like taking, you would only yeah. be on it for like two seconds, but it was so fun. <laughs> Have you, do you, uh, do you snowboard or ski? I ski, but Wait, hold it's, on. Hold, it's... On. hold on, hold on, hold on. Your face, just anyone's watching your face is like frozen. It says they, uh, the connection's really bad. Or your uh oh there we go there we go there we go okay yeah ski or snowboard yeah so I ski but not so I perfect north in Indiana is where we would go yeah but we would only go maybe once a year but more like every other year during winter break or something okay and so every time I go I have to spend like a couple hours relearning it yeah yeah and getting the feel of it so then like by the end of the day it's I only had like a couple of good hours where I felt calm or I felt confident, confident or comfortable. And then it's just kind of like the same thing every time I go. Cause you're, but, yeah. Cause you're not going consistently. You have to relearn it and you, you're not, yeah. it's not like riding a bike. You would say. Yeah. I, I, th- I think if I did it more than it would be, oh, yeah, but probably, yeah, but I just, I haven't done it enough, but my roommates went snowboarding a couple of weeks ago. And they said it was easier to learn than they expected because I think two of them had two of them had never done it before, and then one of them had. But they both said it was easier to learn than they expected. So I think I definitely sn- want to try snowboarding. Snowboarding, I think, is interesting because 
if you have good balance <laughs> just in general if you have good balance i don't yeah. have good balance in general so it's always been tough for me to learn how to snowboard but once you get it yeah. it's like it is so incredibly fun and like yeah i would we used to go not a lot but it was like every maybe if it was like once a year or like every other year and then it became every few years and now it's like every once in a while for me to go we used to go up to like to northern michigan to do it and yeah you know i never got past the bunny hill for for most of the time because i was younger yeah. we'd never i never like went to a like a snow like a like a class or whatever to learn because i was thought it was stupid yeah and we didn't want to. We just thought we'd be fine doing a bunny hill. And our dad would try to teach us. But then, you know, he would just leave and go, go, you yeah. know, ski down the mountains or whatever or snowboard down the mountains. And we I never I could never I could never get up. And it was always a pain in the ass for me because like I hated snow trips, snowboarding trips, because it was always the same thing. I I I'd build up all this confidence going into it and hit the yeah. bunny hill and I would just fall all the way down. I would get up and then fall all the way down, fall, slide, fall down, fall, slide, get up, fall, slide down. And it was the same yep. thing over and over. My ass hurt so much. It got yep. pounded and pounded and pounded. It was the most uncomfortable thing I have ever done in my entire life. And I would just sit in the hot house, drink hot chocolate, eat like food the entire time. And I'll be so pissed whenever people would come in and be like, Oh, Marshall's gone. I'll be like, I was in here for four hours. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here for? I'm like, I can't fucking get up. Then why the fuck are we doing this thing? And it was always just a, it was always an issue yeah. for me to do this. And now I desperately want to go back and try it because yeah. for the longest time I couldn't wakeboard or, uh, or like wake surf or whatever on the water yeah. for a long time. And then like a year ago or a couple of years ago, I actually got up on a wakeboard and I was like, holy shit. I think I understand like what the balance and what, what it feels like to do, be like that. I'm like, I, yeah. I feel like I'm way more grown and way more athletically fit to be able to handle snowboarding a yeah. little bit better. And so like, I want to go on another ski trip at some point and try it one more time because I yeah. think I like consciously, I know what I need to do muscle memory wise. I have not, none of it, but like, I feel like I can teach myself and like just kind of yeah, feel my way into it a little bit more. Yeah. No, I'm that way too. Where if I'm doing an activity that's like pretty difficult and if I don't understand it immediately, I get so pissed off and so frustrated. Yeah. Where people are like, do you need help? I'm like, no, no, get away from me. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's not like you, it's not like you don't want to learn how to do it. It's just like, yeah. because you yourself, I'm trying to think, it's not like you want to quit. It's just, it's so demoralizing yeah. that you yeah, just need to so, like take yeah, a break. <laughs> yeah. Should we get into this week's top five? Yeah. What do we got? This week we got the top five colors and a disclaimer to the audience. I am colorblind. Oh, so he cannot join the air, uh, the air force. So, uh, sorry just, to hear just a disclaimer. All thoughts are my own. All opinions are my own. Mine are to the public and mine are objective. These are objectively the best colors, in my opinion. Yes. And we will reach a consensus objective top three. <laughs> okay, so what's... That? Yeah. Well, so I have... I kind of have a list of top five, just like normal colors, like the blue, red, yellow, purple, green, yeah, 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 all yeah. those. Yep. And then I also have like shades of colors where it's like different. We can go in the shades. Reds. Let's let's run through the list of top five and then we can go in the shades after. 
Yeah. So what do we got? Let's 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 start at number five and then go down the one. And then yeah. I guess we can talk about all there's a lot. Obviously, color is a spectrum. And there's a lot of really good colors in between. So what do you got at number yeah. five? Um number five, I have yellow. I had I wasn't a big fan of yellow in the past, but I feel like I've, I've been getting more yellow shirts and yellow clothing, and I feel like it looks good. Yellow is is pretty, you know, it's kind of like it's bright, and it's also, yeah, it, st- it stands out compared to others. Yeah. And yellows are like, like you said, I think it's come around to being a very normal color, I think, now. Because yeah. I think it's, it, it's kind of like along the lines of like the Carhartt tan. And so yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, what's it called? Um like fratty or like coastal shirts or whatever are pastel and like really hits on like the blues and the faded reds and the, you know, pastel yellows and stuff. So it's like, it's, it's normalized. Any color right now is pretty normalized besides maybe like pink, I think, or purple. Like those are pretty heavy at some points. Um, I have green at number five and these are, I'm, I have these colors as like, I almost I almost thought of these as like all time colors as like throughout my life where these were like my favorite colors yeah, at one okay. point. And so gotcha. so yeah, I have green at number five. I think it's pretty nice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know. Nice it's just a nice, you know, color. I mean, hey, if the grass hey. is greener on the other side, figure out how hey, to make your green. Any fans of green watching watching the podcast? Any fans? Yeah, if you all if right. you like if you like the color green, like this like the video. Follow the podcast. Listen. <laughs> tell your tell someone about it. Tell someone that we like green, or I like green at least. Okay. Number four on my list, I have purple. Um, I've always been a fan of the Lakers, like the the yellowy gold with the purple. Yep. I think purple is a pretty good color. I don't own a ton of purple stuff myself. I don't think. But purple is think- uh is royal. Stands, it's like it's like known for it being like a royal color, like royal yeah. cloth, and that's what the the I think that's what the Lakers color is, like royal purple and some yellow. I think, yeah, I forget, I forget what it is. I I actually have yellow at number four. I've grown to like yellow more and more, and especially like pastel yellows and and yeah. like that because it's it, it's very yellow is very complimentary, and it can be a Technically, it can be the primary color, as is like what Hyber is. Hyber is focused around the yellow, um, yeah. with like the with like a dark, 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 dark gray and uh, white. You know, yeah. secondary colors basically. So number three, yeah, number three. Well, first I, I forgot to mention with purple, I really like the Minnesota Vikings jerseys. Yeah, well. yeah, I was gonna say that too. I, yeah, I love that purple. But my number three is green. Green. Okay. Um, so I've always been a Michigan State fan, and I like their green. Um, I love I I I love looking at people's houses and seeing how nice their grass is. Yep. Like I don't I don't know if that's weird, but no, I love seeing normal, like a nice normal. freshly mowed lawn that's perfect green. I mean, our house is never like that. Our house, our grass is always green, or our, our grass is always brown because we don't care. <laughs> Yeah. But you know the people that do care about their yards. I'm like, oh, that's a good color. Those are the people who like just dump piles of fertilizer though in their grass. There's no yeah, shot that spend yeah. so much money. 
we cut it once a week, yeah, water we... it with a hose <laughs> once a week. <laughs> That's about it. I got, uh, I have silver as number three. And silver is a very, uh, it's a very distinct color. It's a very, I, I, I like, I like chrome uh, with like some design. And I think, here's the thing with, with, with silver. I think silver and uh, matte black are both the probably an interchangeable colors for me in that in this yeah. slot in this scenario because I I love colors on cars and nothing there's no yeah. better color on a car in my opinion if you have a nice car okay if you have a nice car this matte black will never yeah. go wrong on your I, car if it's I done do. nicely yeah I just I just went I was just with my mom like last week and there was a matte matte black I think it was I don't know if it was a BMW or Audi but I was like matte black is the best car color like ever it's so good almost all of my car colors and GTA is, are are matte black <laughs> I loved I love going it to the paint so shop it does it does um yeah no I mean silver silver I have fascination with silver since i was young and this was kind of like number two yeah. and number three are both kind of the same thing with me but uh yeah silver i was always a big silver fan when i was younger i'm not really not really sure why i think it was just because it was shiny and uh metallic yeah. looking and hey i'm always drawn to shiny things so you know there's number there's yeah. number three silver and matte black i guess um number two for me is red um red's a pretty Pretty normal color, pretty popular color. Um, I think it looks like a, a sharp red. I think really looks good. And I also, there's also a bunch of different shades of red that I'm a big fan of that I will touch on in our next list. But I think red, um, it's strong. Like it, it, it catches your attention. Yep. And also, there's so many good shades of it. It's very, very good. I have red as number two as well. That was my favorite color when I was younger for a long time. And then I grew out of it, but it was, yeah. you know, it, I don't know. You don't red is everywhere. No matter where you go, it's, it's red. It's everywhere. Yeah. Whether as like an indication as like a quote unquote hazard or just like a, it, it, it's, it's a color that says, Hey, yeah. look at me. And yeah. in a good or bad way too, whether it's blood or it's, uh, you know, like a hazard thing or uh, instructions or I don't know, like the color red on like the Buckeyes. Super nice. I love yeah. uh, like a crimson red. Oof, man. Crimson red is like really, really, really nice. And yeah. I think all of my all of, a lot of my clothes have have red. I love them, like some of my favorite shoes are red. Yeah just like it, it's an it's a very iconic color depending on who makes it iconic like jordan made red yeah my god uh, red has never been more f famous after him yeah uh, for shoes so yeah what about number one number one i feel like we might have the same but i got i got blue as my number one blue um uh, i guess it's very similar to red where it has so many good different shades of it um it's more, it's not as like, uh, uh, hey, I'm gonna beat you up kind of color like red is, you know. Yep. But blue is just kind of like a, a, vi a vibe color, you know. 
Yeah. The sky is blue. Um, you swim in a pool, it looks blue. I know I've always loved blue. Um, and like I said, with red in my next list, I got some blues in there, but blue is definitely my number one. Yeah, blue, blues for sure my number one. It's I don't know how I came around to liking it, but I think it was out of my transition of red. It's just blue is very soft, and I'm a pretty soft person, but blue just is more relaxing, I think. Uh, that goes yeah. like in general if you're looking up like descriptions and of how colors work. Red is very yeah. like I said, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty it's it's a very solid and very uh yeah. you know look at me color but blue like you said is vibey it's soft it's kind of more relaxing because you're not it's not yeah. intense that's why it's it's not something that's like jabbing yeah. at you at you in the eyes it's just like kind of just there because we're looking at the blue sky the whole time you know I'm wearing a blue yeah. shirt my whole billow bear uh color scheme was based off of different pastel and colors of blue because I love like. Baby blue has got to be, I think, my favorite color. I think, like, my favorite blue is probably it's probably baby blue. So, yeah, blue, blue number one for sure. Yeah. And do you ha do you have a list of of shades as well, or do you just have ideas of colors? I just have ideas, I would say, and kind of, I guess, kind of yeah. how I mentioned. I kind of mentioned it before in the other list, but yeah. Yeah. Um. I had a list, but I guess I, I'll probably just talk about some of them. Um, I had Matt Black as an honorable mention. Um, okay. I could probably slip into my top five, but um, in fifth for top five, like going with shades, I had cream. Um, oh, fuck. As, as the color. Cream, I guess cream kind of like the, it's been kind of a trend with baseball jerseys, um, like, like new baseball jerseys or like alternates where they're cream colored. Um, yep. Or also, I think the Milwaukee Bucks like cream color jersey. Yep. Um, I mean, it's not a special color. I just I, I really like how it looks, uh, and then it goes well with other colors, like with it too. I think. Yep. I have. I guess number five for me would be like a uh, a pastel. I'm trying to think, it's either pastel. I probably be like a like a pastel red, almost like going on the side of like a salmon pink color. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's very, it's not too jabby and it doesn't like stick yeah. out too much. It's very, it's more subtle. You know, I'm a very subtle yeah. uh, color guy and I'm a big fan of pastel colors just because like design wise, they look really nice and you can't really go wrong okay. with like pastels because having a, a very solid, very heavy color is very distinct in a design and you have to be really like going for that if like you were trying to hit that but yeah. having just different fades of colors look really nice so you know let's go with okay. let's go with like a pastel red okay for number five for number four i had a nice dark gray i guess um kind of similar with the cream i like i feel like dark if you get a dark gray and you get like a nice sharp red in it yep i feel like that's a really good combo um and then gray um a lot of my clothes that i wear are gray i think like sweatpants or sweatshirts yep i'm a big fan of dark gray i would say for number four for me it would have to be like a 
probably like a dark blue. No, I'm going to go. Oh, man, I don't want to have two reds in here because I wanted to say crimson. I'm going to say I'm going to say like a dark blue. And so I, I watched a lot of Bob Ross when I was younger and yeah. I'll still watch it every now and then. But phthalo blue is one of the best colors out there. And it's like it's not like so dark that it's like piercing or like night. It's like a midnight blue. It's yeah. like a it's just like a heavier shade of blue, I think. And maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is like pretty dark, but I don't know. Sometimes having I, I like thinking of the contrast of different colors of it being super light and super faded on one spec part of the spectrum and then having it so dark that you're scared to walk into that void sometimes when you're like thinking about yeah. those colors. So let's go with a let's go with a a dark a dark blue, I would say. All right. Yeah. My number three kinda of, I guess similar to that. Um I have navy blue. Okay. Um so I guess growing up my favorite sports team was always Detroit the Detroit Tigers. They got the navy blue with the orange. Um and so navy blue navy blue is probably the t-shirt color I have the most, I'd say. Yeah. Um I, I it's definitely I think it goes well with other, with reds and with oranges super well. Yeah. As well, which is why I really like it. Um I guess I don't what color are like a nice pair of like dark jeans. Are those navy blue? Yeah, I mean it's like they're more classified as like a denim, like a dark yeah. a denim blue. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Um I mean it's just like a it's I think it's like a dark dark navy. I mean yeah. it's not called dark navy, but they think that's what like what it would be similar to, I would say. Like a dark dark denim, I guess, like yeah, I just i I like um sports uniforms. I guess I don't have. You mentioned baby blue. Um, I don't have that on my list, but I love like a dark or a navy blue with a light blue with yeah. a baby blue. Yeah, I think I know off the top of my head the Rhode Island jerseys, Rhode Island oh. basketball jerseys. I don't know yep. if you've seen those. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yep. I love those. And then I feel like there's someone else. I'm not sure though. But I really like the dark blue with the baby blue. The Blue Jays, I feel like, would have some sort of alternate jersey, I feel like, with like a dark blue and a, and a light blue. Yeah. Because they're just notoriously known for light blues. I feel like there's one other that I'm thinking of. Dark blue, dark blue, sure. dark blue. Um, Colts? No. Patriots? I guess the, the Titans, the Titans kind of do it. Oh no! Yeah, the Titans. The Titans do do it. Yeah. No, they do because they have like the trim of dark blue, and their main jerseys are at least like their old jerseys, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. So number my number three will be navy blue. I'm gonna have to go with white, and like these next like three colors basically are kind of the same thing, but I'm gonna have to go with white because it's a it's the best color to pair it up and match it with anything else yeah. opinion in terms of just having highlights having text or uh like white text over a colored background is infinitely better than having white background and a black text yeah. or having black text over something white text is super nice design wise and it, it like yeah i agree really, yeah it's, it's very it's highlighty that's why mm -hmm. i'm a fan of that 
Okay. What's your number two? My number two, I'm I was really split between my number two and number one. Um, they're both elite colors, in my opinion. But I'm gonna go with a coral red. Um, I guess it's similar to your pastel red. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Um, like the corally salmony red. Yep. I think salmon, not salmony, but a little darker. Um, the color of the fever, the fever, um, Patagonia sun hoodies. Oh, I absolutely love that color, dude. Yeah, I wear that sun hoodie all the time. I love that color. It's like it's perfect. Uh, yeah, it's it feels like warm. I think it looks so good. I don't know. But that's my two. I think I'm gonna have to go with uh with like the cream or like a tan for that one because like having like an like an off white color like cream like it's it's like very very subtle where it almost looks white but you know it's like yeah it's it's not white. Like having that off that off white cream and uh the like a tan, like a Carhartt tan is like yeah. super it goes with any outfit right now. Obviously besides like khakis maybe, but yeah. that color is perfect for a dark blue, you know, khaki pants or jeans yeah. or uh mainly jeans. Like that color goes with jeans. Yeah. It's a very like farmery color and it I don't know. You could get into design, like designer wise, you can get some pretty nice looking things with, uh, with those colors, especially the cream, yeah. like the off white stuff. So nice. Yeah. And then my number one, I have an aqua blue, kind of like a, an aqua blue. It's got a little green in there. It's got a little gray in there kind of in that that color range i think i can picture it it's very um so kind of like um kind of like the dolphins uh, i'd say more more like that's the, more like turquoise i would say i'd it's say like, more like maybe the the mariners kind of the mariners like greeny i don't know but a know. nice aqua green Aqua green, aqua bl- aqua blue, or aqua, aqua blue, aqua, aqua, blue. Blue. aqua okay. blue. I like that. I think mine is matte black because kind of like how dark gray is. I don't I don't want to lump yeah. dark. I, I'm lumping dark gray and matte black together because they're relatively the same thing. Yeah, having that flat color across the board, matte any color looks super cool. If you can yeah. get, if you can find something that has matte, whatever, like an icy matte white is an incredible color for cars. And yeah. the matte black, like I said before, is my favorite color for cars in general, because I mean, although it looks like, yeah, it looks like a bulletproof car or whatever. It's so incredibly subtle and it. Or is it not subtle? That's the thing, because like yeah. when you when 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 something like that shows up, you just want to stare into it. It's like you're staring into like this this void. It just it never ends like it, yeah. you're looking to like a black hole when it's matte because there's no dis- i don't yeah. i don't know i don't know how to i want yeah i want to know what it is about the matte that like attracts to your eyes because like if there's two cars that are the same exact car yep the same model one of them's black and one of them's matte black like the matte black one just looks 10 times cooler is it because we're so used to seeing shiny things all the time that when we see something that is completely supposed like a car that's supposed to be completely yeah. shiny, but looks yeah. just flat and like the color is very. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. I, I actually don't know the words behind it. I, there's got to be some science behind 
matte colors that make it stand out yeah. more than like a chrome color or something. I mean, chrome is obviously yeah. like very bright. I mean, think about football teams like Ohio State does the matte black helmets. They have mm-hmm. Michigan State did like a matte uh, dude does like matte green. And yeah. it's that is so, so, so cool. Um, What else? I mean, other. I mean, that's pretty much like sports uniforms in general. Like I was always a big football helmet buff and I loved looking at nice football helmets, whether it's design or like the actual function of the helmet, like the actual helmet, the, the, the look of the actual helmet Yeah, is my favorite thing, like face masks and everything. And we had, I don't know if it was our, I don't know if we even got it. I, I don't remember. But I thought at one point in high school we got matte. No, I didn't. I left. And then the year after they got matte black helmets and I was so pissed about it. But that is like one of the most intimidating things is to see like matte colors, matte, like a dark yeah. black helmets and black jerseys. Or Yeah. PG. Matte black with like a red. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like right now I'm looking at a, I'm on Google looking at a, a matte black football helmet with the Cardinals logo. Yep. That's Brad. It looks so good. I don't know if there's anyone else that I could recognize that would do it. Um, Mad Black no. is a phenomenal color. It is. It is. Well, there's a. I'd say in general, it's like those colors that make the reds look good are really good colors. So, yeah, it's like the matte black, the dark gray. It, you need that's what the, that's what makes those primary colors so unique and so powerful sometimes to people and like it stands out because you have the secondary colors or you have like the the highlights or whatever behind it that or sorry you have colors that complement the main color so hello yeah i'm back i didn't say anything (laughs) can you hear me yeah can you hear me <laughs> he's we're scuffed. He's the scuff podcast. We're taking it from Trainwreck. We're taking Trainwreck. Don't got shit on us right now. We got the scuff podcast. His his. Uh, the... Yo, are we back? <laughs> Yo, we're back. You're back. Your uh, your your video would cut out every now and then, but I wouldn't say anything. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we're back. All right. Do you want to do you want to have a, a, a collective a collective top three? Yeah, well, I, there's got to be. Yeah, there's definitely some overlapping colors that are very. Yeah, I mean, we both liked the reds, the blues. Yeah, the blacks. I'd say blue could be number one. I think blue is objectively the best yeah. color with right behind it being the opposite red. Yeah. The third one is kind of a toss up because you can like toss really like anything that. in there. Yeah, it's kind of like a. I'd say the, I'd probably say the dark gray towards matte black range, maybe. Yeah, you could use number three as like a as like a like a complementary color a little bit more. Like it could be, yeah. it could be from like it can range from white to off white to cream to like a tan to dark gray and yeah. and and black. So yeah, right, let's go with let's go with like a dark gray. Dark gray looks right. super nice. Yeah, I yeah, that's an objective list as well. By the way, if you're listening. If you're listening to this, that those are the three best colors of all time: blue, red, and dark gray. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get any better than that. Nice. Um. Oh, 
That was a good. That was a good list. Um, you want to wrap it up? I am down to wrap it up. All right. You uh, are Reed. Uh, Reed actually texted me. He texted me like half an hour ago, and there's a. I don't, I don't know if he made it or if uh, or if he, if or if, he, or if it was already made, but. I think the tier list what we'll do today is did he text it in there? Uh Pokemon starters and fast food french fries tier li- tier list maker. Okay. So <laughs> we'll 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 do that. I don't know shit about I don't okay, sorry. I do know Pokemon starters. I need I don't know much after that. So this is a good this is a good idea. I'm with it. I'm with it. Alright. Um yeah, give us give us an outro. Give us a a, a fantastic outro. Thank you all for listening. I think this was what our fifth episode of the podcast. This is our fifth episode, yes. Um, I think it was a good episode. I, I also want to mention that even after cleaning up the vomit on the floor, scrubbing it countless times, vinegar, soap, everything, I can still smell little hints of it just rising from the carpet. A puke never leaves. Just know that that person, whoever threw up, is always going to be with you in this room. <laughs> So I just wanted to add that before you all go in and make your lunches or your dinners. <laughs> Once again, lunch. thank you guys for listening. I am Jack Angle, otherwise known as Jangle. And I'm Bill O'Bear, also known as Marshall. And we will see you next week. Peace! Peace.